great morning, everybody, and happy Monday. Happy beginning of the month of October. I am not a fall fan, but I know there's a lot of people out there loving the weather, especially here in sunny Florida. It's not really that sunny right now. Um, but, you know, we just had a hurricane, you know, Hurricane Ian had just passed over. So, you know, I'm praying for everyone out there that's uh, currently struggling in places like Fort Myers and, and Naples. But uh, welcome to another episode of the Business uh, Athlete Podcast. Uh, my name is Dr. Ken Dorch. And today I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be going over some things that not only have I struggled with in the past, but has opened my eyes, but also uh, implementing a lot of things that I've been learning from my own personal development, my own uh, experiences, as well as, uh, you know, some sermons from my pastor and, uh, you know, just overall experiences uh, in life, especially as an entrepreneur. So, one thing that I want to I want to talk about is is both innovations and ultimately a better way of doing things, right? A, a, you know, just just the word way, right? The path. Um, you know, first I want to talk about what, what's going on in in today's day and age, and I love that that term, day and age, right? The age, the age of uh, you know the industrial revolution age, the uh, the agricultural age, and all these different things. And uh, you know, one of the key reasons why our society needs entrepreneurs and hopefully if you're listening to this you know you're either an aspiring entrepreneur you're a current entrepreneur and you're using this for personal development or maybe you're you know you've been on the fence right you've been on the the precipice of you know looking into entrepreneurship because right now there's a lot of things out there that's influencing people to look outside of the normal way of doing things but one of the reasons why our society needs entrepreneurs is because entrepreneurs innovate right innovate they innovation they invent they they, they basically lead the charge especially in our capitalist society uh, and what usually happens is they either make things easier, make things more convenient, make things flow a little bit better, or they create jobs. They, they're ultimately creators. And we see this in almost every industry, right? There's always a company or a business that comes and disrupts the industry, right? We've seen that with Uber and DoorDash. We've seen that with Netflix, you know, taking out uh, companies like Blockbuster. You know, we see that with Amazon and, and Walmart, and they basically revolutionize the way we do things. Um, and there's always these breakthroughs, right? These powerful breakthroughs like SpaceX and exploration of, of, uh, of Mars and all these different, uh, it all starts with an entrepreneur, right? If you notice, it always starts with one or two people or a small team of people of entrepreneurs who are going after it. And, uh, you know, basically we, we see that in history as well. Someone in history said, what if we didn't need a horse to pull this carriage, right? What, what if I can talk to my loved one in a whole different uh, state in real time? Right. What if we can save our world by our cars running primarily on electricity? OK, that last one is still under research and things of that nature. But there's there's usually someone with an idea or a vision and it usually strays from the, the way that we normally do things. Right. So my point is sometimes the way uh, isn't the best way. Right. Sometimes our way of doing things, sometimes society's way of doing things is not necessarily the best way of doing things. You know, I'm sure you've heard of the phrase. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Now, I am at fault of living my way like this as well too you know for example and i'm sure we all have right you get married and now half of the the way you do things let's be realistic it's more of all the way you do things uh goes out the window right you have to make room for some new ways you have to make room for your loved one to come in and introduce their new ways to your lifestyle and sometimes there has to be a compromise sometimes there have to be a collab uh has to be a collaboration you know who's to say though that these new ways are not the better way of doing things for example I used to make my rice without covering it. Now, I don't know how many people are taken aback by that. Me personally, I, you know, I know some people who make their rice and they don't cover it with a lid or something of that nature, you know, but it was inconvenient. I had to keep walking up every five minutes, add some more water periodically to make sure it didn't burn. Right. Then my wife introduced me to something called a lid right where she basically you know she would she would cover the rice and you wouldn't have to add any water because the steam would obviously accumulate and go ahead and cook that rice you know so her way became my better way it became more convenient it made my rice better and sometimes 
you know, straying from your way is going to be tough. It's going to be difficult because we have some things standing in front of us like pride, right? Sometimes pride, we think our way is the best way, right? You can't teach an old dog new tricks, especially if it's something that might be uncomfortable at first or something unknown at first. You know, humans back in the day, we used to live our lives as hunter gatherers for almost 12,000 years. Can you imagine waking up every single day and it was survival of the fittest, right? Pedal to the metal. You either, you either ate or you didn't eat, right? You either survived or you didn't survive. You know, then came the agricultural age. I don't know how, I don't know about you guys, but me personally, I will never see myself working on a farm. God bless those who are still doing it, right? But people broke their backs, sometimes literally harvesting these crops and livestock in, 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 in hopes that they had enough to survive these long winters and things of that nature. Then came the industrial age, which is, you know, still very common if you think about it, right? Here in America, the second industrial age started in the mid 1800s, 1870s to be exact, right? And people worked in factories for 12 plus hours living on scraps, dying young and broken and wilted, right? And although child labor laws came about and unions and the eight hour workday was implemented, we got weekends off, yay, you know, clap, clap, right? What much has really changed since then, right? In, in another podcast, I talk about it. If you take a look at the way factories look, they look very similar to our school system, doesn't it, right? You know, you, you show up, the bell rings, you go to work, right? And then a bell rings again, you get to eat a little bit of food and then a bell rings again and your foreman, your teacher, whoever is in charge of you, leads you back to your classroom or leads you back to your line and you're working until four or five o'clock, sometimes a little bit later, you go home, you get to enjoy maybe a little bit of time with your family. Maybe you have to bring your work home with you, AKA homework. Right. And then you wake up and you do it all over again. You get two days off to basically pack in all of the errands that you had to put off because of work. Right. And you, you ultimately have to decide what is a priority in your life. Is it your family? Is it the errands? Is it, you know, adulting? Is it working? Some people have no choice but to go to work and survive. Right. And honestly, you know, this this is going into like modern day slavery, which will be a whole nother talk that we're going to have. But, you know, ask yourself this. Do you wake up every Monday or first day of, the, of your work week dreading? the repeated long hours of not fulfilling your own dreams, right? Do you have the flexibility to tell your boss to screw off and go to the beach with your family for the full day, right? Do you make enough to not be tied down to working well into your 50s, 60s, 70s, or forever, you know, broken and wilted? You know, what much has really changed since those industrial aids? We may have slightly better conditions, but suicide rates are up. Social well-being is down. Right. Purpose and fulfillment is absent in our lives. We trade our lives for this livelihood that we would never choose if we had a choice. Right. Martin Luther King had a had a, had a profound quote. Uh, you know, he said that, uh, you know, men die at 18 years old, but aren't buried until 75. Take accountability. Right. Take a, a, an accounting of your life. Are you dead? Are you dying? Or are you on the path? Are you on a different way or a different route? And even though it might be shunned, even though a lot of people might be thinking that that's not the right way of doing things, is it? Is it your way? Is it the way to get to where you want to be, right? John D. Rockefeller knew what would be best for a capitalist society. And that's the real reasons why our, our industrial age really hasn't changed. He said he does not want a nation of thinkers. He want a nation of workers, right? Mindless drones, a mass of, of a, a mass army of employees ignorant to a system that's very well designed. Some people say the system is broken. No, it's not. The system is not broken. It is working exactly how it's supposed to work. But do you recognize it? Right. Are you ignorant to the design of the system? Right. He wanted a zombie land of people aimlessly accepting their fate given to them by an education and employment system. Right. Oh, yeah. And the Board of Education was also founded by John D. Rockefeller. So go figure. Right. So we are in a new age, a new way of doing things. Don't think going a different way is easily accepted by most. 
even in the Bible, there are many books and chapters that talk about Jesus and the disciples living a controversial way, Jesus's way. Even now, entrepreneurs are a small percent. No, I'm not comparing entrepreneurship to Jesus's way. But even now, entrepreneurs are a very small percentage. Why? Because not many stray from the way that they think is the right way, a growing percentage, although. Right. But when people stray from what they most think is the right way, they think it's wrong. Right. And we all have heard of those terms, the path less, tra uh, less traveled. Right. Everyone wants to go through the path of least resistance because that's what most people are doing. So we're like a, a herd of sheep. And that's exactly what the system is designed to create that zombie land of sheep where we're just following. But who are we following? Are we following our hearts? Are we following our path? Are we following the purpose that we believe that God implanted in our dreams and our vision? Right. Or are we following the person that we see on social media? Are we following our neighbor? Are we following our friends? Because it seems like that's the life we want. But truthfully, is that really the life you want? Take a deep look into their life. Look beyond Instagram posts. Look beyond Facebook posts and truly understand what's going on in their life. Would you trade your, your life for theirs? Even if it's a little bit better, is that ultimately the life that you that you want? Right. Do you feel like that's the, the, the purpose? That that's the vision. That's the dream that you're supposed to be living. Is that what you want to do? But those are the people that we follow. We surround ourselves with people in our likeliness. Right. We surround ourselves with people who are living similar lives to us. And we've all heard of that saying as well, too. You are the average of the five to ten people that you hang out with the most. Right. Do you want your parents life? Right. Do you want your neighbor's life? Do you want your friend's life or do you want to design your own life? And sometimes following their way is not the right way if that's what you ultimately want if you want their life go ahead and follow their way right that's perfectly fine but one of the reasons why a lot of these uh, uh you know millionaires and billionaires are doing these masterminds is because they want something more and sometimes they haven't been exposed to the right way of getting to that next level within their life a lot of us don't do that a lot of us are just following the herd as said before right we're just sheep in a herd and we're just following the leader and sometimes the leader is not fit to be a leader Right. But just like cooking rice with a lid, your way may not be the best way to get you to where you want. Right. Ask yourself, what is the best way to live the life of you on your terms of your dreams, making your boss wealthy or your family wealthy? By the way, is your boss or the CEO of the company living the same way you're living your life? Are they answering to somebody? You know, obviously, they might have like a board of advisors or trust or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But did, did your CEO go the same way that you're going? Right. Are you going to become the CEO of the company by going your way? Would you rather have his life or her life? Right. Her income, his income, his freedom, her freedom. Right. Their position or their lifestyle. Would you rather have it that way or would you rather trade for a paycheck that keeps you exactly where you're supposed to be so that he or she can keep going after their dreams? I'll end it with this. There is no right way. Right. There's no right way of doing things. We're all human. We're all designed to make mistakes. That's what our life is all about, making mistakes and growing from them. There is no right way, but there's often a better way for what it is that you actually want to accomplish. Many of us know that the path that we're on, the way that we're going won't get us to where we want to be. And some of us are afraid of making a change. So I'm here to tell you, are you standing in your own way? Let's grow.